Welcome to the Paint, Rest, Repeat podcast with Roz Gervais and Laura Day, where we chat about our creative lives as artists while keeping it real and a little bit messy. We're here to inspire creatives just like you to push past those boundaries and make art that you love. Let's dive in. Oh my goodness. Okay. So this week we're going to be chatting about what is going on in Laura and my um, art world. And I have so much going on that I feel like a crazy bunny still, but I'm a little bit better than last time we had an art chat. Yeah, great. Um, I, I also want to follow up today about the task that we set ourselves for, for the last catch up too. remember that. I do remember that. And oh my goodness, that was magical. So thank you for helping that to happen. How did you go? Yes, I set myself up and I did some guided drawing and I shared it for accountability on my Instagram and I made a little reel and it was very therapeutic and I feel like I shifted my energy and emotions. I had something within me and it was just really nice and soul nourishing to set up and do that practice for myself which I tend to forget to do and it was yeah I'm glad that we spontaneously sort of gave ourselves a task to follow up on and I definitely can can you I'm interrupting can you um explain to me more about the specific activity that you did because I saw whilst I saw your post about it Um, I don't know a whole lot about art therapy. So what was that actual activity that you did? It's called guided drawing and it's bilateral body mapping. Cornelia Albrecht, she is my art therapy mentor and guide. I'm doing her initiatic art therapy training in Apollo Bay, which is incredible. And it's a process that she teaches. And it's almost like um, drawing what is inside of your body. And it is a movement exercise through drawing. And um, you use both hands and close your eyes and a massive A2 sheet of paper. You plant your feet on the ground, you center yourself. And it's almost like, I'll describe um, like a, a internal massage. And uh, so it's intuitive and you draw shapes and symbols and um, you go through various uh, sheets of paper in the process. So it almost comes to a conclusion on its own and it's a way of shifting energy and going within and cheating into yourself. And, uh, yeah, it's and is incredible. And there like a strict process that you have to follow? So when you say you go through lots of different sheets, is it like mm-hmm. first sheet you do is this, second sheet is this? No, so it, it's, it's whatever that... comes out. Yep. Okay. And, All right. And you can use oil crayon, um, oil pastels, chalk pastels, uh, or even paint as well. So I wonder if this relates to my urge recently, like I touched on in our last chat, actually, um, or like my urge to create an artworks like painting because that's my main medium with my whole body and like gestural marks I wonder if it actually relates to what you're doing your body could be telling you that it needs to express and in a physical way Mm. it might be worth experimenting with it's something that's really simple to set up and Mm. yeah 
All right, I'm on it. Mm. Could I do it on the wall? Could I put my big paper on the wall? Yeah, you could. Are they are there rules around this? You need to educate me on the art therapy. It depends. Side of life. Well, it depends if you want to do a specific process or if you want to create something for yourself. Like you could create your own art ritual. Maybe just try and experiment. Like, yeah, these ideas are coming to you for a reason. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> related related to that though, because I did talk about how. I wanted to make these big sort of big sort of artworks last time we had an art chat. Um, and I did because I said to you that I would see accountability. So I did and I can see it from here. I haven't had a chance to go back to it since last time, um, since last week, but um, it was heaps of fun. So it's a fairly big canvas. I think it's one by one meter. Um, and I, how did I start? How did I start? I think I did a magenta. I love magenta. So even if you can't see magenta in an artwork, it has it somewhere hidden. So I had magenta underneath, like as my, I don't think they call it an underpainting, but it's like the layer beneath everything else. Um, And then I got out my really, really thick, um, like I I use Derivan Matisse paints generally. um, And I use the structure one, which is the heavy body paint. And so I got out all of the structured paints. I put together a rough sort of sense of colors. And then I set myself this goal, like without any sort of pressure, but to um, create in a a gestural sort of a way um, and to depict flowers. So an abstract floral, um, but with minimal marks and see if I can capture that sort of vibe and that sort of feeling. And it it went fairly well. I only had the ones, you know, session on it. Um, but yeah, really excited to see where this goes. I feel like there's a body of work in this. So yeah, so a bit excited. So thanks for pushing me. Oh, and thank you. I was very surprised you actually actioned it the next day, didn't you? How are you surprised, Laura? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just amazed at like people that just sort of like say they're going to do something and then they're like, I'm jumping on it. I'm doing it now. (laughs) I feel like I'm a bit slower, slower to the mark and I let things simmer and then I'm like, I have to make space in my life and then I, I make it happen. (laughs) I let boring things simmer but you know fun things like that like you gave me as we said the other week you gave me permission to do it which is silly that I shouldn't we shouldn't need that permission but I think sometimes we do so there you go that's the realities of it so yeah so thank you that was lots of fun um and I'm excited to see where this goes next because um I went to a gallery show the other night with a whole bunch of artists which I mentioned in our last episode Um, and it was awesome. And I spoke to some of the other artists about how I want to work big and I want to, you know, get messy and I want to do some gestural painting paintings, but I just, I know I have all the fears, so I could list them off. I had all the fears, all the barriers. It felt by the end of that night, it felt like I was making my own roadblocks and creating reasons why I can't make the art that I feel right now drawn to make. Um, So I thought that was really interesting. So basically I'm just going to do it anyway and ignore all of those thoughts in my head that are holding me back. But yeah, so thank you for getting me started and over that line. (laughs) And now I need to just keep on pushing through um, and stop making reasons for me not to do what I feel called to do right now. 
So were you talking to the artists and did they offer any advice when you were expressing that I want to do this but, but? <laughs> yes, yeah, so much, so much. It was amazing. There was so, mm-hmm. it was so much advice. Um, yeah, beautiful advice. I think on that particular topic, because we were talking about lots of things, on that particular topic, one of the artists was saying, um, no, you have to make the work because that's what artists do. And if it sits in the garage, it sits in the garage. That's what happens. And that's what part of being an artist is. If it sells, awesome. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And especially if you're working in acrylics, he said, you can just paint over it and, you know, do another painting in a year's time on exactly the same canvas. So, yeah. And basically that was it. So focus on the work and make it and full stop. That's it pretty much yeah. was the summary of the feedback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it, that there could be a definition for you between like art for your therapy and then art for selling. And if mm. that would be, if that would be helpful. Yeah. Like, so, so a process to like release and let emotions out. Like if this is something that you're craving to do, but it might not be like a picture that someone would hang on a wall, but it's very important to the creation of the work that you sell. So it could be stuff that like ends up in a drawer somewhere or ends up in the garage, like the artist was suggesting. Actually, I have heard of other artists who have a, like a, I don't know what they actually call it, but like a play canvas. And so they have a huge canvas that's always on the wall and they just do whatever they want on it. And um, then they might paint over it in white gesso someday and then do it again. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a play canvas. What a cool idea. I really like that idea because you're not being precious and you're just like letting that expression out. And I'm ticking away in my head right now thinking of that because I do have some cheaper canvases that are really old and I've got ugly pictures on them. Like I wonder if I dedicate some of those to like my expression and, and my art therapy in paint. This podcast episode is sponsored by Laura's Creative Kickstart Coaching Sessions designed for aspiring artists seeking motivation and support to turn their creative dreams into reality. Go to www.laurajaneday.com slash work with me to find out more. Because my guided drawing is very useful for that. And those sheets of paper are not going anywhere. Like that's not precious. Like that's just expression for me and, and my own process. But that's an important part of the creative process because I'm sort of, you know, letting things out and and moving through something. So mm, that's really interesting. Okay, that's giving me some thought, food th- for thought. If you're needing to sell something or if you have not needing, sorry, but if you have in your mind that you want to sell something or you're making something to sell, I think, yeah, you do make art a little differently, I think. Anyway, I'm just thinking, just pondering, just reflecting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a nice catch up on how we um, worked on our little projects and um, what we got out of it. But I did interrupt you at the start of the conversation because you had lots of things happening and I wanted to follow up with all of the things, market preparation, workshop preparation and all of that. All right. Are we ready? (laughs) So much, so much. Okay, so I'm trying, I'm going to write it down as I go. So 
I've got, um, sorry, my husband's making noise here in the background, which will come out in the recording, but that's okay. We're real people, you know, real life podcast recording over here. Okay. So number one is my Christmas baubles. Number two is my in-person workshop. Number three is my markets. And then number four is I've got my um, online monthly workshop um, running this weekend. Okay, so, <laughs> so much going on. But I just wrote it down because I have trouble sometimes tracking um, my ideas. So baubles are going well. Um, I have decided to essentially make make them by order. Is that what that made to order? Whatever it is. So I think that's relieving the pressure on me, if that makes sense. So when I'm getting orders through, I'm making them specifically for those people. And then they can put in their color requests and requests for names written on them, for example. And then I don't feel wasteful. Like I'm, I've, that's another thing we should talk about. I've got an anti-hoarding issue in my life. Anyway, um, <laughs> like I, I just, I'm allergic to stuff. So anyway, um, so yeah, so that works well for the baubles. So I've been busy, busy, busy doing those. Um, and then I've, the face-to-face workshop is this Sunday morning. So in three days in the morning. And I'm so excited. I've done my COVID space calculations. I've got my QR code. Um, I've got my hand sanitizer. I bought beautiful soap and I've got all, everything's all lined up and it's all ready to go. Um, But I found out I'm not allowed to serve alcohol, which is a shame because I was going to do Bellinis as a surprise, but I can't. Yeah. I'm not sure what the rules are with that sort of thing, but yeah. um, Oh, well, you could do mocktail. You could do mocktails. Yeah, that's a good idea. My husband was saying, no, you'll be fine. Don't worry. It's no, you know, these are real people, all good, but you really never know. So no, I prefer to do the right thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so the workshop's all, all ready to go. It's going to be an abstract floral um, painting. So flat, but in a vase, so florals in a vase um, with drips and um, stripes and layers. And it's just going to be lots of fun and high color. And then my online workshop as well. So once a month I have an online workshop, um, which I sell tickets to them individually, but it's also what you get as part of my art membership, but my art members get a little, a little bit more than just the workshops. Um, but anyway, so every month I have to design a new artwork and I let my members, generally my members guide me, um, towards whatever they're interested in that month. So this month we're doing neutral landscapes, which for someone like me and Laura, I know you've seen my art is very hard because I just want everything wants color. So I can probably show you, but this is only for the people watching on Instagram. So this is what we're going to be painting. Beautiful. So it is very neutral, but still I couldn't, I couldn't help. I have to have color in there. So it's still color. It's it's a neutral color landscape how's that <laughs> <laughs> lovely well that's yeah uh, so that's a lot happening o- yeah. over your way and then the markets as well so markets are shaping up as well i'm just i'm trying to treat my markets as more of a um community like we were talking before more of a community thing so having things on display available to purchase but still just wanting to connect with people and essentially promote art and making art and creativity and that's it really so that's my summary I just ranted at you Laura that's exciting (laughs) you've got lots happening (laughs) 
<laughs> and what's going on there? So you've been doing a lot of self-care yes, lately, haven't you? I have. I have been looking after myself. I've had lots of appointments and all different sorts of things in relation to my fertility journey. Um, and also I am excited. I've paid in full for a split system to get installed into my art studio, which is going to be amazing for summer because I imagine that we're going to have a swift change from our springtime to a really hot summer. So we will see. Um, And I don't have windows. Um, I've got a sliding door for airflow, but I think the split system will be really useful and it'll help me carry through for the following winter to get through a Ballarat winter. So yeah, you, you have more extreme weather there, don't you? Yeah, I think so. They're in Bendigo. Ha ha ha. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, um, it gets quite cold and then in summer it gets really hot. So I'm excited about that. I'm making it a more functional and usable space and I'll be able to spend more time in the studio and be more comfortable And it'll be good for my clients as well for temperature regulation because I think that's important for them. Um, I potentially am meeting a potential new client next week, which is exciting too. And uh, what else? Oh, I do have something else. Um, I am thinking about doing a open studio uh, on the 11th of December, obviously this is going to like be posted like way into the future and it's not really relevant <laughs> for promotional purposes. What, what year are we talking about? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, it might be interesting to talk about um, the process of setting up for an open studio for artists that have never done it before. Um, and for artists that potentially might be, have an idea, um, that they would like to do an open studio one day. I'm lucky my studio is located in like, so people will walk through the carport and it doesn't, it's, it's outside access from my house. So it's actually a convenient location for people to visit me. How good, how good, by the way, are home studios? Uh, amazing I love my art space I just I sometimes I feel like I should have a real art space real art space you know what I mean a dedicated art space away from home that is treated a bit more like a workplace but then with my two littlies I just couldn't I just so I just love being able to paint whenever I feel like it I don't have to hop in the car I don't have to go anywhere um, and I can just dive in the paints not literally because that would be a bad idea (laughs) but anyway sorry Back to back to the open studio. I love that idea. Mm. You can you can um, educate me because I haven't run one before. Well, our council was organising a open studio program, and so it was a whole arts trail. But it was with the first lockdown, um, it actually got cancelled. So that was in 2020. So I got this space up and running. Like it was a shell of a shed. Um, it through the carport. It's a garage. And we removed the old tin door, put a glass sliding door in, um, filled all the walls and everything. And so my space was ready for the open studio that never ended up happening. (laughs) So I've been wanting to do one ever since. And I've got lots of artwork um, that never made it to my exhibition. And I've got lots of work on paper and 
I did an Instagram sale a while ago, but then another artist in my local area said that she was doing an open studio and I said, oh, can we collaborate? Can we do like a little bit of an art trail? So she doesn't live too far from me. So I think we're going to collaborate on the weekend of uh, the 11th of December. It's a couple of weeks before Christmas. And I think it's just um, a place for people to come and look at the work that I do. But it also, I'll be able to um, talk to people within the community about the art mentoring and the workshops that I do and the soul medicine painting sessions and, you know, get people to know me again because I haven't been doing like a whole big like promo spiel and stuff and and getting myself out there because I have been quite consumed with all of my personal stuff and the fertility journey's taken like a huge part of my brain power. So it's actually like just opening up my doors, tidying up my art studio space and putting out a few things for sale for discount. I think I'm not going to do anything fancy. Um, I feel like my space is set up enough and, and COVID safe as well because I am having clients in here. So it's, it's all set up for that. So I feel like it's not going to be like too much effort, to be honest. Yeah. Very exciting. You basically had a trial run then last time. So you probably have a good sense of how, you know how to set it up really. Yeah. You're you're good to go. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Yeah. I just have to clear some space on my tables, maybe put out like a little um, thing for people to go onto my newsletter list and some business cards and yeah, just dress up in something nice, chat to people for the day. Would you do any um, brochure drops? Do you ever do brochure drops? No, I've never done that before. Like whatever it's called. Mm. I just wonder because I don't know what your community is like, but I, I would, I, you know, if you have a, a close community, I think that would be nice. And you could do it as an invitation, you know. <laughs> You're invited to, you know, Laura Day's uh, open studio. I mean, that would be really beautiful. Mm. I was yeah, yeah, I was listening to another podcast the other day about um, – yeah, about invitations and how now it's all email. Um, but I just, I still love the idea of something physical, something you can hold in your hand. I just think that's quite nice too. Yeah. Mm. That's... I'm just yapping. I'm just yapping now, Laura. Yeah, <laughs> that's an idea. It is. Um, yeah, so I am excited because, you know, we haven't been able to see people in person. So it would be nice to have some people through and, show them what I've been working on and because I don't have any plans to do an exhibition anytime soon. Um, yeah, I think that it could be a nice chance for people to see my work without like putting in a whole heap of effort to set up an actual proper um, gallery show. And I've made some space on my walls and and hung some of my work up. Uh, you can see it on the Instagram live. <laughs> so I've got a little bit of a display happening. So it, yeah, it's pretty much done. I've just got to open my doors really. Gorgeous. You know what? I actually, I have, I don't know about the facts here or the stats, but I wouldn't be surprised if open studios are a better way to showcase your work than an exhibition because you're showing more than just artworks you're showing your process 
you're sharing um, your a bit about you as well. Like this is actually the space where you actually make art and you're there, obviously, because mm. sometimes with, ex- well, with exhibitions, generally you're not there the whole time. You might be there for the opening night or something like that. Um, but yeah, I just wonder actually if it's a better way. If you have a space, I mean, I know not everyone has a space, but if you have an art studio space, um, at home or otherwise, as we were talking about before. Um, yeah, I just wonder. I think there's a lot of um, benefit to that. Yeah, I feel like it's quite personalised and, you know, you get to meet the maker and not everyone's creatively wired as well. So I think lots of people are really curious about how artists work and operate. Um, so it could be like a really fun and interesting day And yeah, I'd be interested to know if other people have done open studios, if they found that that was successful for making, making art sales as opposed to exhibitions, that would be an interesting thing to compare. Um, so yeah, the sales side. Hmm. So, and then hmm. also, um, beyond that, the community, the community side, like, I wonder if you connect with more people through an open studio than an exhibition. I guess the only way to measure that would be like an email list, like you were saying, if you had a a way to collect people's information as they come into your open studio. Um, Yeah, I guess maybe that's the only way to measure it. Yeah. Anyway, curious. Just thinking, thinking, (laughs) thinking. (laughs) So that's something I'm working towards. So that's kind of exciting because I hadn't really had too much motivation to sort of promote and sell my work after sort of exhausting myself with my exhibition earlier in the year and then doing an Instagram sale. And then I was just sort of thinking like, oh, what else could I do? Could I do something before the end of the year? I'm not sure. And then this opportunity just sort of presented itself. I'm like, oh, actually that sounds like fun so I'll let you know how it goes I think it's lovely Mm. yeah yay I'd be there if I could (laughs) maybe I should be there 11th of December (laughs) eh (laughs) all right well shall we wrap up our chat for today I think so yeah I always feel I have so much to say but you know we'll (laughs) save it for next episode what do you reckon yeah that sounds like a good plan All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to our episode today um, where we chatted all things arty and shared what's going on within our art lives. We hope there were some gems in there for you um, and some tips and tricks and um, that we could connect with you today as well. So make sure you send us a DM on Instagram and we would love to know what you're thinking of the podcast so far um, and also what you would like to hear next. So if you have any arty questions, make sure you drop them into our DM space. Oh, and if you want to leave a review for us, especially over on Apple Podcasts, because I believe you can't leave reviews on Spotify as far as I know, although we could learn more about that, Laura, um, (laughs) feel free to do that. Um, And the bonus is if you do, if you leave a five star review, you get good karma. So make sure that you keep that one in mind. (laughs) All right. Talk to you guys next fortnight. Bye. Bye. Oh, before you go, I wanted to read out a review that we received over on Apple Podcasts. This one is from Brenda Willis Art. Make sure you go and check her out on Instagram. She says, I absolutely love these honest chats. It's real discussions about health, mental attitude, mum life, small business, and of course, art. Accessible and uplifting. Keep up the great work. Thanks so much, Brenda. We'll do our best.